I strongly go after my feelings and my heart and my gut feeling and on the other side I was really afraid sometimes. If I didn't open that door, the life did something. So I have to open that door. If you know who I am, you probably recognize that voice as well. That was my girlfriend, Christine Kerr. She's a hormone therapist, sexuologist, YouTuber and so much more. You're listening to My True North and my name is Kalle Flodin. This is the podcast where I sit down with a fascinating individual that has been brave enough to go after what they truly want out of life. They have been brave enough to listen to that whisper they were carrying around inside of themselves. That voice telling them it must be more to life than what they have been told. I guess there's no need to drag this out. Welcome to the podcast, Christina. And for people who don't know you, how would you introduce yourself? First of all, I'm your girlfriend. <laughs> As I think many of your followers have seen me on your channel. Um, but yeah, my name is Christine and I am from Denmark. I'm living in Sweden in a log cabin together with Kelly Flodin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I uh, have my own YouTube channel. Um, and soon my own woman group where I'm gonna share a lot of uh, things from my education and knowledge as a hormone therapist and a sexologist. A lot of different things. A lot of different things. But that is actually where I wanted to start this talk as well. Uh, As you said, a lot of people have seen our lives in the cabin, but I don't think so many people know about your background, how you ended up here and what choices you made to get you here today and what you have to give up maybe. So if it's okay by you, I would like to actually start from the beginning, even though it's very cheesy to say that, but (laughs) way before we even knew each other. So my question to you, where I would like to start is, what was the first active choice you took to take you on the path you are today? Oh, wow. That is um, a big question for me because I actually feel I have always in my life take an active choice um i always been that kind of girl even though i've been uh, lost as so many else um so many others have been um i always been that kind of girl following in my heart so when you say from the very beginning i'm like <laughs> how how far should i go back <laughs> all the way back if i think about myself i always think that i'm always been on a journey somehow um and since i was a little girl it's always been the the curiosity on the world um and my longing to understand it even when i was small and was in the folkeskola what is yeah, that and the Grand. Yeah, how do you say that? Yeah. We call it grundskolan in Swedish and folkeskolan in Danish. Yeah, the first school. From first grade to ninth grade. Yeah, exactly. Um, already there, I was um, this the, a bit weird child, <laughs> say like that. There was so interesting in nature and herbs and um, animals and all this stuff. Um, I think since I was a little girl, it's always been the longing to come back to the nature and to understand it, understand myself. My first active choice was when I was uh, done with the grounding school. I sat down as a very young teenager and told my mom I didn't want to be in that kind of system anymore. And my mom and dad have this uh, idea of, you know, we should go the normal way. We go in ground school, we go in high school. Is that the uh, word? I think high school, yeah. yeah. 
and then university and then you finish and and that was not what I want. So that was my first actor choice to choose a no thank you to that system and I want something completely different. But you didn't choose to go into like hormone therapy from the beginning. No. What was your first education outside of like quote unquote normal school? I have a lot of educations. Um, in the grounding school, I um, met a lot of people that was in the music business. And I just, I just naturally got into that world. Um, I went on, I took myself our... Um, singer in education and at the same time i also work with horses i have worked with horses since i was uh, very young i have these two career at the same time so out of those two educations you clearly chose one because i don't see any horses around the cabin so <laughs> no. how did you know what to choose um i didn't know back then um and it's a really good question why i did as i did uh, i'd I did ha did not have the same fear of um, you know grown up real, um, grown up thoughts. Can you say like that? As I did um, back then. Back then, I was I have this longing that was something I have to learn in this. Um, and it's first now when I'm grown up and understand what I learned from the horses and what I learned from this singing <laughs> uh, education. Yeah, I just have. I think the horses was really that inner longing to understand um, the world, you know, the nature world, because I didn't have like a normal, um, I hate to use the word horsemanship, but um, it was more an understanding how to, how to communicate with nature. And I actually feel that it was a long therapist education and it was so much about horses. Um, yeah, you told me you learned a lot about yourself. Just I learned so much about myself and I learned so much about, you know, it was for them I began to understand how food impact us because if I, I understand when I have horses from the outside um, to train them, if uh, people have problem with them or something like that, and then I train the owner and the horse together. So I learned so quickly that if I feel myself with bad food and I feel the horse with bad food, the communication was not that good because we would be like, like you are with a ch like child that had getting too much sugar. Um, I understand very quickly how my inner world uh, impact my outer, outer world because the horses were very much like a mirror of us. So suddenly very young, uh, when I teach people how to connect with the horses, uh, it was more to teach him how to connect with himself uh, because the horse was a mirror of that. So it was not that much about the horse, actually, when I think back at it. Um, and and through that, I met so many interesting people on the journey, um, like scientists and philosophers and that want to understand more about this Um yeah. From that knowledge, how has that impacted your life today? What did you bring with you from that kind of education and lifestyle to the life you're living here with me today? I think that was my start of um, digging deeper into all this stuff I do today. It's so hard to say because I feel like I've been walking on this path and every time I actually thought back then, okay, I'm going to be a professional horse trainer and I have, I remember I have... Um, 
got a spot in Hamburg in Germany where I have to be educated more and then I would be a traveling um, trainer but somehow the world and the life have always like shut the door when I was done with something and I feel that it really been my life those um I really went deep into something and then a door shut and then I got pushed to something else because it went so well I know I, know I don't <laughs> maybe don't answer your question directly but it went so well uh, with all this whole thing and I really thought this is what I'm gonna do but suddenly um, after I got that spot in uh, in Hamburg um, so many things happening around like uh all the horses I tried to buy to get to Hamburg uh, didn't get through the test or something happened. And uh, and then I still have, you know, go on with my music business and uh, the music world while I have been educated um, in the singing world. So I don't feel I use it immediately after that door shut. It's more like I feel I have this big um, bag <laughs> with all these uh, tools I got and um and and sometimes for example uh i got a job with kids where i used a lot of it i got um when sometime when i seen a therapist session i use a lot of that i learned from back then and all the knowledge knowledge i got about myself so when the horse door closed so to speak which door opened instead the acting <laughs> and and that is so funny because I never thought I should be an actor or anything. Um, but I just got into the world and uh, and suddenly I use all that I learned from my music uh, music time um, to get into some acting schools. And that is funny. I also use what I learned from horses to be um, to be in my body. We have a lot of. Uh, Body's, body awareness with the horses um, and suddenly I use that as well um, and in that way I suddenly got pushed into this acting world and um, did that for a couple of years um, so both we have done horses we have done music career actress and now youtuber hormone therapist <laughs> sexuologist yeah do you want to add something more to the list? I think in in the in the very start of my life, you know, I felt a bit like a split person because when you're young and you get all this like you should move into the city, you should um yeah, you should do what anybody else is doing. Um so I actually think that horse world with the nature and that music in the city was this like a really good picture of the splitting inside of me um when i got pushed into this acting world i'm really happy i've been there but i somehow got brainwashed myself that i want to be an actress i want to be on the stage and i want to do all this thing in the city while you know my dream was actually to live on the countryside as I do now. But I think that's the same for a lot of people. That's the same goes for me as, as well. You know, I, I lived in Stockholm for years and I thought I was, my whole future was like, I want to go and do sound design for big trailers and big video games. And I did like 
sound design for trailers for Battlefield and stuff. And I felt like amazing because it was so cool and every thought, everyone around me thought it was something very extra. Uh, but after like a year, I was like, I'm sitting in a bunker basically by myself with a computer and a lot of audio gear just by myself for eight hours. Uh, but I think a lot of people can rec recognize that, that you think you're on this path that you want, but then all of a sudden you get hit in the head or a door closes or whatever, and then you're pushed into another path. Yeah, and I realized it when I... I really loved the acting school when I was uh, on that. I really loved that because you have to go all into all these characters, and there was a lot of self-development again. And... I learned so much from that. And so as I also use as a therapist today. Um, and just the freedom of expression, all these feelings you haven't been allowed to like express in the real world. We say like that you, you could go on a stage and be this weirdo, you know. <laughs> I love all that where it began to really not be helpful for me was when I actually have to do the acting jobs i think it was fun to do some like a school training it i love the school training yeah. that was but i actually realized um slowly that um learning lions and say the same every evening on a stage or something just tell you know a story over and over again was not what made me happy uh and also i feel there was a lot of um me 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 <laughs> in it and all the you know what comes along to be an actress like the parties and the mingling and all this stuff i'm actually not it's so hard to picture you in that bubble really yeah okay i have been you know i i've lost myself in it suddenly i saw myself standing in high heels and with a cigarette and be the cool actress and drinking red wine and I was not like that and 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 that was actually the first time where I couldn't listening to my heart my heart was longing for nature I my parents have a summer house on the countryside of, of Denmark <laughs> and uh, when I was there I stopped drinking I stopped smoking and I was just myself I ran around in the forest with my little dog people and uh, I felt so alive so suddenly I was an actress in my own life because I was playing the role Christine the want to be actress and suddenly I got a really big breakdown because my heart was um, telling me something else but I got so confused because now I've been on this school and I doing a career now and then I have to do this first the first time was I got a really breakdown mentally uh, I did not listening I just uh, went went on um, as stubborn as you are <laughs> yeah <laughs> and the second was I got really really unhealthy physically and that was the way to get into the noodle <laughs> and uh, and also get me to stop up what I was doing yeah, but I think you said about being an actress, saying the same lines all over again, even though you liked the stories, it was hard to just repeat the same kind of stories over and over again, like on stage or whatever. If you think about it, what you do now on YouTube, for instance, is stories. Mm -hmm. Your videos is actually called story one, two, three, four. Mm -hmm. But now it's the different stories, stories each time. And you can also choose the story you, um, you make for yourself. Mm. 
I know. And that is the funny part of it, because when you do all this stuff, um, like because of my, because I was so sick, I become a hormone therapist and a sexologist. And that is also a story about that. So I was like, why did I do this acting thing? Because I'm, you know, there was a long period I didn't understand. Like, you know, I want to, like, I was a bit annoyed at, at life because I was like, I have all these, I, f I felt so childish, let's say like that, because I come from a family where everybody is very high educated and I have their lawyers, their, yeah, really high jobs. And then I was sitting there um, to the family dinner and I was like, yeah, I'm changing again. You know, I've, <laughs> I felt so, yeah, like a child, I couldn't find my way and I didn't understand it. It's actually first now in my life, I really can see how all these small puzzles have been to a picture now. Yeah, it's yeah. way easier to be do it in hindsight because you have all the answers now. But yeah. Like we talked about even before hitting record on this podcast. It's not even sure in five years you're going to do YouTube or maybe you're a full-time lecturer or yeah, whatever. Yeah, who knows? But but now I understand like, okay, all this acting thing. Now I actually know how to be in front of a camera. I actually know how to um, talk <laughs> on a stage. And I really need that now. So now I'm so happy for all that training and education. Yeah, and the audience you have now is way big, bigger than in the theater. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it is. But I think that's kind of the point of life that all those small puzzle pieces make you up to what you want to be. And some people decide to listen to it and go after their, their true north. Mm. Um, and some people don't because I have like old friends and still good friends of mine today and old colleagues that just said, you know what, I've, I've studied this for six years, now I just have to stick with it. Mm. And I was like, stick, you're going to be in this like line of work for 40 years and you don't even like it. No, but that's what I'm, what I'm expected to do. I never understood that. It's the same thing when I've talked to some of the people living around, living around here. And they were like, yeah, I worked at the railway for 45 years. And I was like, oh, do you, do you like it? No, not one bit. Oh, okay, I understand that some people have to choose what they do uh, and, and don't have the opportunity that you and I have. We have very supportive families and we have that backup. So we can try this lifestyle. The worst thing that would happen to us if we couldn't make this work with YouTube and what we do is that we basically move back home. Mm. And that's not the end of the world. No. But I was understand it because, you know, it's like, I wanted to sound so cool. Like, yeah, I just, then I just did that and then I did that and I, I just follow my heart. But I was like, I was so afraid every time that shift came, every time that door closed. I was so afraid um, because it's like, I, I'm so frustrated. Like, now I have this. Like, <laughs> why do I have to change again? But at the same hand, I also been asking for it. And that is something I've been going through my whole life. I, it's so hard for, for me to be in something I am so unhappy in. You know, you have made yourself uh, a world. You have made yourself like... That's also something we really do. We make ourselves an identity. Like now I'm Christine the actress or now I'm something and I've been sitting to my family dinners and say, yeah, I'm gonna go to this auditions and, you know... Um, and then go to the family dinner again and say, yeah, I'm gonna drop it all. <laughs> and move to Sweden. And... <laughs> and start all 
you know, all over again. Yeah. Because... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Because I did that when I went into the hormone therapist. Uh, that was a new education. I also have to take... Uh, because I have so many creative uh, educations. So suddenly now I have to take a medical education. So I have to start over with school again. And that, were, that was suddenly five years, you know, and a new world. And I, I remember the first day at my school, I felt so so small because I feel like I come, like, I don't know if you've seen the, um, there's a movie with Recipe. Renee Selweger? Yeah, was yeah. he going to be a lawyer? lawyer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I felt a bit like that, you know, yeah. coming like the actress with blonde hair and, <laughs> and <laughs> like into this uh, classroom with all these doctor types and people that have really long educations for this. And now I have to be a student together with them. I, you know, set me on the same level and I was so afraid that I will be, you know, not as good as these people because I only have this creative. Um, so I was work my ass off. <laughs> um, but would you change anything if you could go back now? No, I would wish that I'd take things a bit more um, that I knew that it would be okay because I remember when my sister began to go through the the normal walk and she get her, you know, um, the, um, career. The, yeah, when she began to create her career, I, I sometimes been calling my mom and like, should I just have done the normal thing? Because it's it's not easy. It's not easy when you have to figure out all the time what to do. Uh, I have no no one to ask because i have to figure it out myself um so sometime i have been really afraid how this would end but no i will not change it because if i would go the other way it's nothing that's nothing there's nothing wrong about going in a normal school system but i will have been unhappy in it you and were unhappy i was unhappy in it it was so clear for me that this is the walk I need to take. But if you could give yourself advice, like go back to Christina, 19 years old, what would you say to her? I actually think she was more cool than I was <laughs> <laughs> in Copenhagen because I felt my inner gut feeling so strongly back then. Um, it was actually when I was older, I begin more to question myself. And there was, you know, the time I begin to, where I didn't feel my gut feelings so clearly. And it's also been so clear every time I haven't go after my gut feeling and my heart. You know, when you can feel that inner voice to say, you have to do this and you don't want to do it because it's very, very frightening. Yeah, it's super scary. Yeah. Um, that is one of the reasons why I stayed in a relationship for so long. I That destroyed me, actually. Um, and also why it took me so long to leave the acting world. I have to get sick. I have, you know, the both sides. Like, this, like, I strongly go after my feelings and my heart and my gut feeling. And on the other side, I was really afraid sometimes. If I didn't open that door, the life did something so I have to open that door, for example, before I met you. After my education as a hormone therapist and sexologist, I thought, okay, 
now I have to be this, uh, even though my heart is screaming to me that I have to move to the countryside and I have to live in the middle of the forest and all these things. I No, no, I have to be a serious businesswoman, uh, Dr. Christine, <laughs> <laughs> in in middle of Copenhagen. And I was not happy. And it's a bit funny, actually, with the, the when you're a therapist, the clients you get, because I was this, like, you know, high heels, um, living so healthy, like super healthy yoga girl. Um, and I was so sick. And it was so crazy that, that even though I have this big education as a hormone therapist, I was still so sick. And I got so many clients like the perfect Copenhagen girl, have the perfect job, the perfect apartment, uh, live the green juices, everything was perfect, spinning, <laughs> all that. And they were so sick. Yeah. Just before I met you, there was another crisis in my life where I, I felt so embarrassed about having this long education as a hormone therapist. I should know, you know, I've been studying for five years. Um, the hormone therapy, um, you know, I've been studying for five years with the hormone therapists and sexuologists and all this extra education I take um, and I should know how to heal myself and it was especially my skin I have acne all over and it was so embarrassing but it's Having, easier to help others than yourself it was, yeah and also the you know frustration that I helped women with their skin for example i could see how they clean up and i sit here as a as the therapist still with acne but that was you know that was where i begin to feel my next calling like now you really have to move out you have to stop that relationship i was too afraid to go away from it because i believed that my world couldn't go on without him or something like that you can when you've been in something for so long that was so unhealthy suddenly you get get so comfortable comfortable in the unhealthy like an addiction when that relationship stopped and i have to take a break from my um from my job as well the, the, that was where the whole world just crashes for me and uh, i remember i i was laying at the couch on my couch for a half a year and I was totally in Christ with myself because I was like, what I'm going to do, like move into the forest, what I'm going to do in, you know, in the forest. I know how alive I was in my summer house and all this little child that want to be a Native American, like I was playing Pocahontas when I was a little <laughs> child. And I just want to go back to that. You know, I was feeling, but I was like, I can live from that. How, what I'm going to do Um yeah, that was the same feeling I had when I moved here. Yeah. I had no idea how I was going to make things work. I had no idea at all. But like you did moving here, you just took a shot and hope it will work. Yeah, but it took me some time. <laughs> yeah, but you still went <laughs> for get, it. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, one thing I remember you telling me uh, when we met, that not when we met, but when you decided to move here at least, was that your friends told you, when you told them that you're like, I'm moving to Sweden. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, of, of course you are. Mm. You've been talking about the countryside for ages. Mm. So even though like you haven't figured it out by yourself, I think you've said it to a lot of people without even, you know, knowing it yourself maybe. Mm. But coming all these like um 
I was afraid if I will get lonely. With I me? what? With me here? No, because I didn't know you <laughs> back then. <laughs> I was afraid if I would get lonely or couldn't earn money or just be, you know, just be a failure somehow. But yeah, what else I did in Copenhagen, like with my f- therapy, I knew like um, I knew I was very very stressed. Um, but. And it's so funny because I'm educated as a holistic doctor. You know, I have to look at the whole person. But there was this part of myself I couldn't look at. The fact how stressed I was. Um, and I even, my exam was even about how stress uh, interact with your colon system. And your colon system interact with your skin. So I actually didn't know that. Um but I didn't want to see it, you know, yeah. <laughs> because I have to do this big change. But it's change. so easy to be blind to your own problems. Yeah. We it really all is. do the same thing, so. Yeah. And I also remember that was one of the things when I have to meet you. I remember that I was so afraid if you want to judge me on my skin. Yeah, um, I remember you telling me that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even see that. No. I think I understood what the word holistic m- meant, but I really didn't understand it before I moved here. And... Now where my skin is good is yeah. uh, it's crazy. It's such like, a difference. It's you, so crazy. If you are listening to this, you can go back to a video we made together this summer, which is now eight nine months ago maybe. Uh, that is called "She Had No Idea." That's when we're out hiking, you and I, and two of our friends, Stefan and Linnea. Then your skin is way worse uh, back then, and that is only eight nine months ago. Yeah. And it's funny, I do exactly the same. I take the same herbs. I I actually eat more unhealthy now than yeah, I yeah. ever done in my life. Yeah. Um, but it's working now because my system is relaxed now. Yeah, so your surroundings are what you want it to be. Exactly. And I feel good. That is also so important. I really like... Um, I was have so much focus on food. I still have because I want us to eat healthy and all this stuff, but not in the way I have back in Copenhagen. I, you know, I do really understand now that inner happiness is so much more important than the outer health. You can also see a very big shift on your Instagram from when you lived in Copenhagen to here. Like it's way more professional if you just scroll down on your Instagram. It's just uh, that man, not that many posts away. It's like a more strict. You're sitting like more upright, looking more professional, like a businesswoman, I would say. Yeah. Uh, and now there's like this flowery dresses <laughs> in the forest and. Yeah. But that is so fun because again, I felt like two persons. Yeah. I feel like I somehow hide that nature goal away because I have to be this. You know, there was so much about like. Uh, when I start my career in in Copenhagen about like how we should look like a you know we should have the doctor outfit we should be professional we should and especially if you're a blonde girl you have to really earn your you know uh, your respect I was like I can look like I'm sorry but like I can be like hippie you know like <laughs> nothing wrong with hippie because I am really a hippie myself yeah um but it's like, I can't go in my dresses. I can't be like to, you know, I have to be with the facts and I have to look like a professional. And that is so funny how we can put ourselves in boxes. Yeah, push away our true self, basically. And I feel way more now when I did this move. That was really my longing. You know, for every day I feel 
I getting more and more myself. You know, I've always loved to walk in these dresses. I, the, my favorite pants is yoga pants and stuff like that. I, I don't want to have high heels on. I've never like, seen you in high heels. No, because I, <laughs> but I have always high heels on yeah. in Copenhagen. It feels so amazing to just accept who you are and 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 give free of the idea that I should be like this because I have this education, I do like this kind of business. I think I way more focus about being real now. Even if that means being, you know, sad or mad or yeah, like unhealthy sometimes as well. But yeah. just being real with it at least. Yeah. But if there is someone listening right now that is feeling a bit lost and maybe on feeling in their gut that they're on the wrong path and really haven't found their own way yet what advice would you give to them what i know for myself that i always have like an inner voice but you have to clean a bit up you if that makes sense because i have to figure out all these voices i have in my head which voice is the you know the society this is how we should be which voice is my parent which voice you know what is actually my voice How do you find that? <laughs> yeah, that took me a long time. Um, so I don't have like a directly answer for that. Um, what I did when I was in this, you know, after my relationship through seven years uh, ended and I was in this big, dark <laughs> world. Um, and I have to pull myself up from that couch again. Um, I begin to write down like things I have been dreaming about. Um, yeah, just take a paper, begin to write down. I begin to move e every day to like you know to the energy to flow. Um, I begin to go to different things like free dancing and stuff like that to like really have this long in a conversation with myself um and break your normal patterns as well yeah. i guess yeah and i know not everybody have that um that um that luxus but i went down to half part working so i have time to figure out <clears throat> so i have time to figure out who I was behind all these things I've been telling myself I have to do. And also with the men in my life, I attracted these persons that didn't like these sides of me. Like, um, I remember my ex-boyfriend, he didn't like that I was introvert. Like, I'm not introvert in like, um, I like other people, but I like to be in my own space. And I think you have to like that if you like live like we do. Um, I remember to another guy I dated, I, I uh, mentioned that I want to live in a in a cabin in the middle of the woods, and he's he looked at me and said that sounds fucking boring. Um, so I attracted these because I wasn't honest about who I was. I didn't attract the right kind of people for me in my life because I pushed down those eyes I I didn't want to look at you. Um, and I remember when I did this this switch, I actually lost friends and I lost you know boyfriends, uh, boyfriend, <laughs> um, 
And that was also one of the scary parts when you change. And then the world around you also have to change because you grow out of that and need something new to come. And those two years before I met you, that was very scary because I feel suddenly there was this big gap. Um, and I want to fill this gap, you know, like with new people or something new because um, because I've been outgrowing. So what what to put in? But I have to be in this this gap to figure out really what I want. And and this is so you know that is the funny part that you remember you sitting there in my apartment crying, <laughs> sitting on the floor and just cry and cry and cry and be so afraid because I felt nothing makes sense. I felt I have been losing everything to now where I really stand in who I am and I will change again <laughs> but who I really am and suddenly I attracting all these beautiful people because I'm honest so they could be honest doesn't make sense yeah, yeah, totally. and and you could just think like why was I so afraid um, but you're always afraid of the things you don't know yeah it's like the same thing with a scary movie. You're always afraid until you see the actual monster. Mm. Then it's not that scary anymore. Mm. But until you've seen it, it's super scary because you don't know what it is or what it smells like or what it looks like or yeah, whatever. People that want to reach out to you and talk to you and say hi, where can they reach you? On my Instagram, Christine Kia, or on my YouTube, Christine Kia. Uh, and soon on my woman group, I really looking forward to have that group up. Um, and that's going to be in, published in May. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm really excited. Um, I really hope for this group uh, is going to be a place I have been longing to get myself. A place um, where I'm, of course, going to share a lot of my knowledge for my educations. Um, but also where I will invite guests. I will make a community forum so we really can reach out. Like, And I really feel this is so important. Um, that we have a place where we can talk about woman life and stay uh, and stand together. Um, that is something I have been missing, so that is why I'm creating it. Cool. And if anyone wonders how you spell Christine Care to find you on Instagram, I'll just link that in the show notes of the episode, so you don't have to spell it out. Thank you for coming on this time and doing our first podcast ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode. If you enjoyed it, I would love some help in spreading the word. I do this podcast completely free and it takes a lot of hours. Just this episode took about six hours to edit. I love to do it, but it takes a lot of hours. So if you want to help me and this podcast to reach more people, help me spread the word. Send the episode to a friend, a colleague, or post it on Instagram. And don't forget to tag me when you do that. Thank you for listening. We'll talk soon again.